Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Rocking Midlife, the podcast show that is here to encourage you that your second chapter in life can rock. My name is Kat Coluccio. I'm your host, and in each episode, I will be joined by some amazing people who have chosen to rock their midlife years and beyond. So if you're looking down the barrel of midlife and wondering if your best years are behind you, this podcast is just for you, so make sure that you subscribe. Want to continue the conversation? Join me in my free Facebook group, Rocking Midlife, or find me at catcoluccio.com where I have some fabulous free giveaways to encourage you that it is never too late to have a new beginning in life. But for now, let's rock. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Rocking Midlife podcast. We are into season four which is super exciting and I have a fabulous guest today who I know that you're going to be so inspired by. So I would like to welcome Jacqueline Perez, Jack, known as Jack as well, all the way from, gosh, I didn't even ask, where are you tuning in from, Jack? Well, the United States and specifically the town of Chapel Hill. Well, it's fabulous to have you here. And like I say all the time, I just love how, you know, this is the great side of the internet, isn't it? That you can just connect with these amazing like-minded people literally all around the world. It's fantastic. Now, Jacqueline, but I'm going to swap to calling her Jack because that's how I know her, has an amazing mission and in a nutshell that is to normalize aging and she's put together this incredible group of thought leaders from around the world and put them all under this mission called cool life and I'm going to get her to tell us a little bit about the story what cool life is and then we're going to dive in and we're just going to chat all about all things aging and midlife and getting inspired for your next season so welcome Jack it's wonderful to have you let us know a little bit of your story. Thank you, Kat, for hosting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Your question is a really good question. So like, why am I on this path? And, yeah. and what, what, why did I decide this was my mission, right? Yeah. Around my, in my early 50s, so I, I'm currently 58. In my early I'm looking 50s, amazing. We're just putting that oh, in there. Oh, thank for you. For people who are oh, listening sweet. to the podcast, oh. she's looking amazing. <laughs> I forgot the video was on, so you could actually see too. Oh. Um, yes, um, I even put lipstick on. Or yeah, you, you did. So. so did I. We were talking about this. We should interject. Uh, Jack and I have kind of missed each other a few times. And I said to her yesterday, oh, dang, I need to put lipstick on two days in a row now. And it's become a bit of a thing. So sorry. In joke. On you go. <laughs> so when I when I started going through menopause, Kat, I 
was hit with every symptom you could think of. And I mm. know, I know lots of women go through this transition and they don't miss a beat. Yeah. Everything's fine. They barely yeah. notice that sadly was not my story. Or perhaps maybe it was a good thing that it wasn't my story because what it did was it triggered me into wanting to solve the issue for myself. Yes. And upon going down that journey of like, okay, how am I going to lose the 30 pounds that I've gained? How am I going to get rid of this bizarre anxiety that has mysteriously shown up? now and I can't seem to shake it. And no matter mm. how logical I am, I have this really yucky feeling in the pit of my stomach. And it, I mean, I've never been anxious before in my entire life. You know, insomnia, I could go on and on and on. Yeah. It's like, go Google the list of menopausal symptoms and it, chances it's are massive. I had it. Yeah. It's a massive it, list. Like I said, many, many women skate by and they, and they don't have any of them. And I'm so pleased to hear that. But for those of us, who, who don't get that journey, who have to go through all of the uncomfortable and debilitating at times mm -hmm. symptoms. Yep. Debilitating. I went out to, to fix it for myself. And so I started trying all, all these different paths and doing all this research. And where do we go as a world in today's, in today's world, where do we go for information? Yeah. I'm 58. So this is what, five, six, seven years ago. I couldn't find much. Mm. There was not a lot out there and everything I did stumble across was um, try to look younger, try yeah. not to look your age, color your hair, do the Botox, do the ju Juvederm. And I have no issues with any and all cosmetic procedures or in coloring your hair. Clearly I color mine. I don't have any problems with that. Yep. But what I didn't want and what I didn't appreciate was that that was the only message yes. I was hearing. Yes, yes. We're on the same wavelength here. I feel exactly the same. There's more uh, to midlife, isn't there, than just how you look or trying to look younger or that side of it. It turns out that midlife is the best part of my life so far. It, it, once I got past, once I solved my problems, I mean, once yeah. I figured out how to manage my symptoms and get past it, oh my gosh, every year gets better because yes. I care less and less what anybody else thinks, what <laughs> anybody else wants from me or for me. What matters now is what I want, what I care about, what's important to me. Yeah. And what, why I built Cool Life was because I wanted to create a repository, a place, a, a digital platform where we could house all of that information that mm -hmm. I couldn't find. Yeah. And it turns out, Kat, that the season is way more complex and way more complicated, I believe, than any other time of life. Oh, is. Menopause is yep. only one of a gajillion things that happen during this time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Many, it's a roller coaster. Midlife is a roller coaster. There are, yeah. It's like you said, there's so many things happening, aren't there? Well, if we've had children, they yeah. probably are leaving the nest. Mm-hmm. Now you've got, you know, empty nest syndrome. You're also now parenting adult children. That's which right. For me, it turns out to be the worst time to be parenting. I do not like this stage. I do not like the 20 year old son, not at home. I yeah. still need to parent stage. He's not under my roof. He's not under my control. I barely have any influence. He thinks he knows it all. This yeah. is a really rough. 
Yeah. You can't just kiss the boo-boo and make it okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and then, you know, add to that, that the largest percentage of divorces are initiated mm-hmm. by women after 50. Yes. Yeah. Well, what are the implications of that? Eventually women want to go back into the dating field. Yeah. So how do you date after being married for 25, 30, 40 years? How do you date if you have a dry vagina? Yeah. I, I, I could go on and on. There's and so many. On. Yeah. You could go down all these rabbit holes, couldn't you? Like, where do they meet meet people, potential partners at this age when you're not looking like a 30-year-old? There's just so many different layers that women are facing. And then the, the financial aspect and the, uh, you know, how, who's going to look after me in my senior years and, and my parents are aging. There's just so many different facets to the midlife journey out there. Yeah. And you get it because you're in it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and, and there's so many of us that are in it Yeah, that I believe it, it, it's wonderful to see because a lot has changed in, say, the last four years since I've really been in this space. Yeah. I see proliferation of women driven brands that are targeting all of these opportunities and challenges that we just re, you know, that we just rattled off and we didn't yeah. even rattle them all off. I mean, we just, yeah, we just did a sample. Right. Yeah. So, but the women out there who are listening to this, they get it because they're living it and yeah. they're probably thinking, well, they, you know, they didn't talk about this or that. And I'm like, yeah, but we talk about it on cool life. We do. Chances are it's out there. Chances are I have found a thought leader somewhere in this world who's addressing it. I found you in New Zealand and it's clutter, right? Clutter yeah. is huge. It's especially at this stage of life. Yeah. We all we're in a place where lots of lots of us want to downsize, we want to simplify. What do you do with all the stuff from your parents when they yeah. pass away? What do you do with the stuff from your kids when they leave for college? Do you keep it? Do you not keep it? Is it your responsibility to keep it? Exactly. Can, yes. Right? As a matter of fact, I think that's a great topic for you to address. Yeah. I mean, if that's it's in your Oh uh, yeah, that, that's that's in my thing. There there oh mate clutter at midlife is just it's it's like midlife in general big picture view it's massive and I think the thing and this is why I was so excited to be one of your thought leaders talking on this area because it it has so many ramifications other than the physical clutter it it basically distracts you it it stops you from you know being able to see new opportunities new thinking being able to think clearly it's it's impacts so many different levels now I love though that you've managed to find these thought leaders from all over the world and put them all together and um, yeah tell tell us some of the other thought leaders what are they covering what are some of the areas that they cover money you had mentioned finances yeah Uh, our generation not all not all of us I think there are a lot of women out there who know how to handle money have no issues with what they're worth but there's a, a fairly sizable contingency at this age demographic where, you know, we were raised on Disney princesses and yeah. we didn't get a lot of messages of do it for yourself. Yes. So I know I personally have issues around money and being independent completely financially. And I, I figured well, I can't be the only woman who who is dealing with these issues and the emotional baggage around money. Yeah. So we, we address money. Um, what else do we address? Oh, show, hello. How could I forget fashion and beauty? Yeah. Because here's the deal. What I have discovered and what I have figured out, Kat, is that we still 
want to look and feel sexy, desirable, yes. yeah. worthy. It looks a little different now, but we still want it and yeah. it's still possible. And I have managed to get some amazing women writing about style, fashion, and beauty products. Wow. Yeah. Super popular on the site because women still care. Yeah, women exactly. Still care. I don't see I don't see any women putting up their hands and going, right, I've reached my 50s. Um, I'd love to go buy some of those polyester dresses that my grandmother used to wear and I'll wear them from now on. It's it's a different a ball move, game a these move, days, a isn't move. it? <laughs> Moo moo, there Wait, we go. Well, I, I actually have a real-time story to, sh- to share, if, yeah. if I may, yes, about, about what you just said. I It's been over 10 years since I bought a new pair of jeans. And I've been doing a lot of editing. I edit every piece of material that goes out on Cool Life. And I've been editing some fashion uh, articles from some of our, our fashionistas. And I realized, oh, crud. My, I do have skinny jeans. <laughs> Supposedly, like, they're not in. You got to get, like, the player. I've got them, too. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's been ever, 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 every bit of 10 years since I purchased a pair of jeans. I went today to the store called Buckle. I don't know if they have them in New Zealand, but it's, um, it's kind of an edgy, grungy, jean, funky boots. Like it's just, it's, it's a very edgy, edgy store, but they have a a wide assortment of, of, of different kinds of blue jeans. I walked in, the lady who helped me was 55. Oh, the other that's cool. Trying on jeans with her husband in her mid to late 50s. Yeah. Trying on the same distressed, ripped up, flared, cool, funky jeans that I was. And I looked around and I thought to myself, why, why am I not seeing someone like her on the ad? Yeah. You know, in, in the catalog. Why am I not seeing someone like me? Yeah. In this store, the women actually taking out their credit cards to purchase these clothes. Yeah. It's the woman working there, all in our 50s, in our mid to late 50s. And I still plan on wearing these in my 60s, by the way, people. Yeah. So I think I think the big brands are going to need to wake up or yes. they're going to miss out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this demographic of, of midlife women, it, it's massive. Their purchasing power um, the sheer number of them coming through. And I know in the entrepreneurial world, world sorry, um, I what, I read a stat a while ago, and I think it is the most amount of new entrepreneurs coming through are basically women in their 50s. Um, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't say that statistic because I felt like I had been talking so much already. I didn't want your audience no. to like have their ears bleed. <laughs> but yes, what you just yeah. said, is true and they're the most successful yes of all the entrepreneurs because their experience their patience absolutely yeah. I, I have a ton of entrepreneurs and we have thought leaders that actually write to those women yeah those women who are wanting to start a business those women who want to begin their passion project and they don't know how yeah. you can go to cool life and look under work and I'm sure you can find several articles yeah to at least point you in the right direction and get you started on that brand new business venture if you're looking for one. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a brilliant resource what you've put together. Now, what I love about you, Jack, is one of your mottos, and and I can't even remember the exact wording of it, but I know one of your missions is to make aging normal. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? 
Well, ageism, I believe, is the, well, it's kind of the last of its kind, right? Yeah. It's the last thing that we're starting to tackle. But interestingly enough, I think it's the one ism that we do to ourselves. Yeah. We look in the mirror and we don't like what we see. We don't like the sag. We don't like the brown spot, whatever. We don't like the gained weight, whatever it is that we don't like. I believe that may affect us and mm-hmm. in our inner life and, and cause us to get small yeah. and disappear, not be as vocal, not be as loud because we don't like what we see. We don't want to be that visible. Yeah. And I'm here to say that that is a bunch of malarkey and BS. Love it. Because we have so much to offer and yes. so much to give. And once we can get past that and like what we see in the mirror and love what we see in the mirror and know that everyone else, every other woman your age is doing the same thing. Once we mm-hmm. understand that, that it's normal, then it takes, it sh- it ta- it's shining a big light on it, takes yeah. away the stigma, takes away the mystery, takes away the shame. I'll give you an example, a real quick example of what I'm oh, talking about please. when I yeah. normalizing aging. I I recently went through an empty nest situation. My mm-hmm. my son left for college. And um I'm the kind of mother that when my son left for college, I said, You whippy, hoo-hoo, I'm out of motherhood prison. Let me get my passport out. And yeah. I have been traveling you extensively. Have. Sorry, oh, yeah. I'm just jumping I, in here because yeah. I have been watching your travels over the last six months with so much envy. You have yeah. gone out and seen the world. It's been amazing. Sorry, let, let us know. No, Tell us okay. some of the places and, and you've I'm, been and to. I'm headed, and I'm headed to Colombia next week. Oh, so goodness. The travel continues. The travel yeah. continues. Well, you know what? That's a normal reaction. That's a normal reaction to empty nest. Mm-hmm. But what if, what if there's a woman out there who takes her child to college and is devastated, yeah, grief-stricken, sad, lonely, misses him or her, yep. walks by the bedroom all the time, you know, sits on the bed and, and smells their pillow. Yeah. Guess what? That's normal too. Mm-hmm. And there should be no shame or stigma for the woman who has the passport and is off in Croatia or where I was, but yeah. there should be no stigma for that woman who is going through a grieving cycle. And there has to be room for both of us and everyone in between. Yes. That's what I mean about normalizing. I think the more we share with each other, the more we learn from one another, the more we understand that all of our experiences are normal and in that normal distribution. And we can help one another cope. One of us might have a better coping mechanism for this one particular thing than the other person does. Well, shoot, share your coping mechanism because I might be able to borrow it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Love that. Yes. Oh, so much gold here. It's it's funny. Um, I often talk about reference my sort of midlife reinvention. That happened when um because I homeschooled my children for the last six years of their high school years because they were both elite sports kids so they were traveling the world with their sports so it was just a way of getting their education and fitting in their training so when my youngest my daughter got accepted into university I remember feeling sucker punched in the stomach like oh my gosh I'm completely redundant now and um, 
And then I faced those choices, exactly what you said. It was like, do I sit and pine for what I had? And I've had women in my Rocky Midlife group have really struggled with this issue of emptiness and they have really grieved. Do I go back into the field that I used to be in? I started out life as a high school music teacher, but no, wasn't interested in going back into that. Or do I reinvent myself and start a new journey in life? And that's what I did by going back to school and retraining and launching out that way. And in your case, it's been go do the travel and see the world. And the beauty of it is I love what you're saying because neither of them are actually the wrong answer. It's just what do you want to choose? And I really like the way you've said that. Because it'd be easy to go, well, see, that person gave up and that person did. No, 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 no. You choose what's right for you and your situation, don't you? And not not all of us. And and here's the deal. And and this is what I want. I want to provide a safe place for women to be able to go get that information and see differing viewfinders. And this is why I have, you know, right now, I think I'm almost at 60 thought leaders and I would love I would love to double that at some point in time Yeah, only because I love the differing viewpoints. Yeah. While you may have one particular aspect and viewfinder on cluttering and decluttering and how to do it. The, the next woman that comes in that space probably would have a completely different perspective. Different take. Yeah. And that's wonderful because you don't know what that audience needs to hear yeah. or who they're going to respond to. Someone might really relate to the way you address the topic, but they might not. And they might relate to the way the other person relates yep. to that topic. So I, I believe that the more information we have, the better off we all we all are. Yeah, yeah, I uh, totally agree. And what a phenomenal resource, 60 thought leaders now. I mean, that's incredible. That's that's really amazing. Almost, I think. Yeah, well. Yeah, don't, don't, don't quote me on that because <laughs> I could be off that's all good that's all good I love it so anyone listening in there is your absolute one-stop shop for whatever particular midlife issue that you'd like to do some reading or get some more input on start with cool life and there's, even, there's even a search feature like you know the little magnifying glass that you can yeah. put in your keyword and see what we got in there and yeah it's free I mean it, it's it doesn't cost anything to go get information there and if you are moved by any of the women's information, you've got their bio right yeah. there because you just click on their about page and read like what their qualifications are, why they're writing about what they're yeah. writing about, who they help. And you can see all of their articles as well, it, it, you know, all consolidated. Yeah. So the data and the information isn't just being provided mysteriously by anon- anonymous people. Yeah. These are real individuals who are trained and qualified and educated and professional doing what it is that they're talking about helping real women. Yeah. So it's not theoretical. It's real. So yeah, yeah it makes a big difference. That's brilliant. Oh, absolutely love it. Um, now you also have a free ebook I noticed on your information before we did the podcast, eight ways to make the most of midlife. So everybody will be popping those links in the notes below where you're listening or watching or reading about this episode. But can you tell us a little bit what you've got in that ebook, please? It's not rocket science. Okay. Yeah. It's, I bet anyone who downloads it, I'm hoping actually anyone who downloads it, that they'll be like, oh, yes. Oh, of course. What I did was I wanted to put something together, not to reinvent the wheel and not to 
you know, tell you something you didn't know, but sometimes we forget. Yeah. Sometimes we need a reminder of, of why things are happening or why things can be better. And that's basically what I did. I just quickly jotted down eight things that I thought for me personally, were some of the best things in midlife, did a little research and added it all together. And it's just downloaded. And it's just a lovely reminder of like, why, why it is such a great season of life. Yeah. I wanted, I want women to feel great about this, not feel bad about this. I love it. Fantastic. That phrase, it's not rocket science. Oh my gosh. I've got that in all of my books too. Everything I do as well, because it's not like we're coming up with these amazing um, insights sometimes it's exactly what you said but we're just bringing forward the things that most women already know deep down but they've forgotten or they've pushed aside and they're just great little reminders aren't they or it's being told in, or it's being told in a slightly different way yes that yeah. in a different way and so sometimes you can get the same message over and over again and you react to it differently depending yeah. on A, where you are in your life and B, how it's being delivered and, and, and the intersection of, of those two things. So tell me, look, before we wrap this up, what would what is like one or two things that you really would love to have our listeners or readers or watchers walk away really thinking about after hearing this conversation? There's a huge chasm between miniskirts and depends, which is adult diapers. Yeah. That's the space in yeah. which our cool life can be lived. We we get to define this aging process mm. in a way that's never been defined before. Because in the early 1900s, Kat, the average lifespan of a white woman was 51. Wow. Yes. Yes. Women lived into their 80s and their 90s, lived past the 100. But as a collective cohort of humans, they didn't live much past 51. So that whole post-biological imperative lifespan didn't exist. We didn't have to worry about how to deal with postmenopausal anything because yeah. there weren't very many of us. There are a ton of us now, yes. a ton. If you look at the baby boomers, the Gen Xers, now we have the rising elder millennials that are getting into those into that 40 mid 40 space. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of women. Yeah. We are the first collective cohort alive in the history of humanity that is in a whole new lifespan. We have been gifted an entirely new lifespan. Yes, yeah. We, you, myself, every woman on cool life and every woman out there we get to define what that looks like for ourselves and for the younger sisters that are coming up too. And that's huge. Yeah, huge. it is. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's powerful. That's absolutely powerful. So people listening, embrace it, embrace it. Midlife is a gift, absolute gift and an absolute privilege. Jack, I just want to thank you so much for being here with us today. There's so much more that we could touch on, but let's keep it in bite-sized chunks for everybody because they'll definitely be getting you back again. I'll be getting you back again and, and we'll talk a bit more, but I really appreciate your wisdom and your experience, but I think mostly I appreciate your heart with what you've created to help women and to give them that resource. That's phenomenal. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, Kat, for being part of the journey because I can't do this alone. And I'll tell you, one of the 
best parts of this are the connections, are the real friendships that I have been developing yeah. over the last four years. One day I'm going to show up in New Zealand and knock on Amen. your door, sister. <laughs> We've got the we've got the accommodation ready for you, girls. So it's all good. Would love it. Would love it. Okay, so thank you again, everybody who's been listening in or watching. Thank you so much for being here. Please make sure to like, to subscribe, to leave a great review, and especially share this episode out to your sisters so that other midlifers who are possibly not realizing that this type of resource or this type of support is out there can hear about Jack, can hear about Cool Life, can find all her links and get in her world and be inspired. Here's to Rocking Midlife. Thanks for joining me on the Rocking Midlife podcast. If you've been inspired by today's episode, please make sure to share and leave a review on iTunes so that more people can be inspired to rock their midlife. Remember too, you can get my free giveaways or contact me at catcoluccio.com. I would love to hear from you.